Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this allegedly daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. It is just about quarter past six in the morning, and I am back at my old stomping ground, washing the dishes in the kitchen. Anyone who's listened to this podcast for a while will know that that's where the first episode was recorded. Although that first episode I was very ill. Hopefully there'll be a little less coughing and sneezing this time around. The title of this episode very much hints at what it is I wanted to talk about on this episode. It's it's another personal one. It's another one of me rambling. So if those aren't the type of episodes you're into, I understand if you press skip. But before you do, just know that I am playing a show tomorrow night at Road Trip and the Workshop on Old Street. It's my October edition of my monthly show. It's Gunpowder, Nobody Wins, Lee Luscious and myself. And that's also a big factor of today's episode topic. Typically, with all of my other shows, all of my other road trip events, I have been mentioning that they are upcoming on every episode leading up to it. Not so much with this show. The last two episodes I did, I think they are what, like two weeks ago now? The Not the last episode, but the one before, about the open mics. That was an intentional look at my history. The next episode, the one about the 1975, was a look at my future. Be as ambitious as it may have sounded. It was an idea of what I'd like my future, how I'd like my future to look. And this episode is more about what's happening now with me. Because what... Uh, the earlier days of this podcast, it was mostly just about myself and what I'd been up to. Lately, when it comes to interviewing others, it's been more focused on the people that I'm talking to and their stories. I haven't really done a big catch-up on myself. I mean, chief among the things I haven't talked about, I have now played not one, but two shows in London with a full band behind me. And that has very much been an explicit goal of mine from the start of this podcast. In fact, earlier this year, I talked about how I would not watch Game of Thrones Season 8, which is the last season, or Avengers Endgame or any of the Marvel films, until I had had a rehearsal with all four members of my band. This was back before the first road trip show in June. And that rehearsal never came to be until August. Was it August or was it September? The show was in September, so it must have been September when I finally had that rehearsal. And it was a very moving moment. The first show that I played with a full band was my road trip show. And I'd be lying if I said there weren't some teary-eyed moments on stage. Because this is all I'd been wanting since I was about 15 and it finally came to pass. It was amazing. I am enormously grateful to Ken, who was on drums, Felix on guitar, and Sean, who was on bass. Those are two awesome shows. And also thank you to Gary Minter, AKA Its Own Animal, who put on the show at Paper Dress Vintage, which was the second show. So I got to play two shows in a week. Arguably, I could say that I went on my first tour. It wasn't a long tour. I did not go to many places, but I played two shows in a week. I think, dictionary-wise, that counts as a tour. That was an amazing moment. And since then, things haven't moved as swiftly as they could have. I mentioned earlier in this episode that I have a show tomorrow night. 
And I think for some of you listening, this might be the first you've heard of it. And that shouldn't be the case. What's happened since is that, one, I am the drummer in two of the acts that are playing at tomorrow's show, as well as being the frontman of my own band. And I'm very happy to be part of other people's bands and help them realize their ambitions. But I underestimated the cost that takes on your time and energy. So the focus I put on learning their sets and making sure I come correct for their shows has taken away from the focus of advertising the show. Secondly, I recently started a new job. It is a nine to five. I had mentioned on the podcast previously how I was looking to step away from hosting open mics and having something more part-time, something where I can earn in the daytime so that I'd be freer in the evenings, whether it's going to other people's shows, rehearsals, whatever, playing more of my own shows, whatever it may be. I just wanted more freedom in the evenings. And I got a job, which I'm super grateful for, but it's more hours than I expected. And it's my first proper office job in central London, which is a bit weird to say considering how long I've lived in London, but it's very much a shock to the system and it takes some adjusting. Even just having to wake up early and my God, the trains, oh, the trains. So a lot has happened. If I'm really honest with myself, I've learned a few things about my behavioral traits. One of which is that if there is a a task on my to-do list that's unfamiliar, I will delay it, put it off, procrastinate about it as much as I can. And as a result, procrastinate with any other tasks that I want to do that depend on this first task. Case in point, how long did I talk about wanting to set up a website? Which, by the way, I've done. Saddestnightout.com now exists. And again, that's something I should have really put out there as soon as it was done. But it's been up for two weeks now, and I think hardly anyone's aware of it. But that was a task that I was unfamiliar with and thus put off for ages and ages. I started by using Squarespace when you use, because I listen to a lot of podcasts and almost all of them have some sort of discount code for Squarespace. When you use Squarespace, that's a website that lets you build your own website, by the way, in case there's anyone who doesn't know. Hopefully you can hear me all right. It's early in the morning, so I can't talk too loud. And I am washing dishes, so hopefully you can make up what I'm saying. When you use Squarespace, you get a two-week free trial to build the website. And then once you've built it, you can publish it, and then you pay for the monthly, yearly, etc. I got the two-week free trial and did nothing during that time. So now if I wanted to do anything, I had to pay. I ended up using Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com. And that was a task that I was unfamiliar with and uncomfortable with how much I didn't know about it, so I put it off. And because I put it off, I couldn't do things like make business cards or make posters or leaflets like I wanted to because all of those other items needed to have my website address on it. www.saddestnightout.com it took forever, but I finally got around to finishing the website. I'm quite proud of it, if I do say so myself. And now I should have business cards coming today. And this week I will get the posters and so on made up and I can get the wheels turning again. When it came to the show, this is the first time I'm charging tickets, which by the way, if anyone wants to go to the show, it's £4 a ticket online and it will be £6 on the door. So if you want to come, I'd recommend you get your tickets online. 
I had not arranged an event that sells tickets online before. I actually wanted to do it through Dice, but was unsuccessful in doing so, and I'll talk more on that in a future episode, because there's another task on the to-do list I have to do that, again, is a bit unfamiliar. But I had never made an event where you sell tickets before, and because I hadn't, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And I couldn't really advertise the show without advertising where you can get tickets. And I can't advertise where you can get tickets if I haven't made tickets available. So if I'm really honest with myself, that's why the promo for this next show has not been as full on as I originally intended it to be. But these are all lessons I can learn and use in future events because I do have two more coming this year. One in November, I think November 26th and December 17th. So you will hear a lot more about those and whatever I do in 2020. And as well as knowing I could have done more to advertise my shows and just not being on here much, hence the title of this episode, I was saying to a friend that whenever there's... Who's actually listened to the podcast, by the way. I don't really know how many people do. It's cool to say that I have it, but I couldn't tell you that, oh yeah, I've got a thousand listeners every day or every episode or something. But some, a friend who listens to the podcast said, are you all right? I have, he hadn't heard from me in a, in a while. And he also hadn't heard any new episodes in a while. And I said that whenever there's been a bit of a gap in episodes being published, it is often a bit of a hint as to how I'm doing. It doesn't necessarily, thing mean, doesn't necessarily mean things are bad, but it was very intentionally created as a daily podcast to stop me from procrastinating and putting off things. And I always introduce, I mean, I mention every episode that it's a daily podcast. Because that's still very much the goal, the ambition. Whether or not I fulfill it every time, every time I do press record, it's, an, it's a reminder that is why I started this. That is what I want to do. And I stepped a little bit closer towards getting back to doing that. Although now that I have a full-time job and host some open mics and help out at the rehearsal studio and rehearse with a bunch of bands and put on shows and have this podcast... Finding the time to physically do it is also becoming a new challenge. One that I'm confident I'll figure out, but it's a challenge nonetheless. So that's why you're hearing me wash dishes while I record this one. So as well as... So since I'm preparing for this show, rehearsing with a bunch of bands, now I've got a full-time job. Last night I had two rehearsals. One with the band Nobody Wins, where I'll be playing the drums and one with my own band, loads of Japanese bands, as our last rehearsal before tomorrow's show. And there's a few events in recent history, like last week, when I say recent history, that I missed because of my responsibilities. So there's a new artist I met. Well, not she's not new, but they are new to me. Her name is Shay Khan. And she had a show last week that I couldn't go to because I was hosting open mics. Harry from... Previously from Fur, now in Weird Milk, played a show on Saturday night, which I couldn't go to. And perhaps, oh, Colin Francis gave me a call inviting me to a show on Saturday night as well, which I couldn't go to because I was working. And perhaps most heartbreakingly, Chromatics played last night. And that's a show I've been wanting to go to for months. And I couldn't because, as I said, I had two rehearsals last night. And the blood blisters are starting to pile up on my right hand playing the drums. 
And I'm very sad that I missed all those events. I, I trust they were amazing. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. But it, I'm, I, I'm happy. Not happy, but I'm okay with the fact that I missed those events because I was working on my stuff. As I left the studio, or as I finished my first rehearsal yesterday, one of my friends, Elias, who's in the band for Fox sake, Fox is in the animal, who will hopefully be on the podcast soon as well. He was saying, hey, if you're free, you should come to my show on Friday. And the guys from Nobody Wins were saying, well, we're playing a show on Friday. And I had to say, well, I'm hosting an open mic. So none of us could go to each other's shows because we were all busy doing our own thing. Which on one level sucks because you want to support each other. But it's also good because the reason you can't go is because you're doing your own thing. That's, that's what we all want. We all want to be busy pursuing our own ambitions. But helping each other out where we can. As far as putting the word out for my stuff, I am very grateful to those who have played my previous shows because a lot of people who have been on my previous lineups have also attended some of the other shows I've done. But as anyone who's started anything creative will tell you, your first time putting stuff out will most likely be your close family and friends who will come to support because they know you personally and they want to help you out. There's only so many times you can draw from that well. Ideally, you want to get to a point where you're starting to attract a crowd of people who don't know you personally, but are just that fond of your work that they're coming to see you. And so far, that can happen for me if I put in more effort putting the word out. Because the work is there. The episodes are there. The shows are there. The music is there. What isn't there is my marketing of it all, which previously has felt like a dirty word. I don't know why. But it's something I very much need to embrace. I spent the weekend sending a lot of messages to people, to that same crowd, the friends and the family, the previous performers. Because I do want to maintain that connection, but I also can, I'm wary of it feeling not so great that I come calling to them a few days before the event. Every month. That can't become too common of an occurrence because what I do can quickly go from, yeah, boy, congrats, I really want to support you, and quickly become, oh, here he comes again, telling us his show's tomorrow and expecting us to come. <sighs> it will be a good show because the acts are really good, and I've put in a lot of work to make sure I do these acts justice when I play with them. I can't guarantee what the turnout will be. I do want to pay the artists that play my shows now. It won't necessarily be a princely sum, but just something. I also want to plant the seed that my shows sell tickets. And that's all part of wanting to grow this thing in the future. But I definitely acknowledge that more needs to be done on my part. Since I haven't done many episodes recently, that, that doesn't mean I haven't crossed paths with some very interesting artists who I hope to feature on this podcast soon. Among them, there are the following bands. Gravy, spelt G-A-G-R-A-V-E-Y, who played the Shacklewell Arms for a Halloween event on Saturday night. Soft Cases, who I met at... Oh, Gravy I met at Caffrey Studios. Soft Cases at Caffrey Doonbug played my open mic at the Nelsons in Hoxton. Albion I met at Caffrey Studios and actually found out that I know their manager from gig-going experiences, I think, last year or earlier, which is really cool to find out. Shay Khan, who I met at the Nelsons. All My Colours, who I met at Caffrey. Sunken, Jackson Wells, Snipes, 
Al Pacino, Peter and Kerry, Dez, and For Fox Sake. Those are just a few of the acts, a few of the artists that I've met since the last time I put out a podcast. And I will put links to where you can find those artists because this, this whole premise has always at its heart been about trying to share whatever platform I have with as many people as I can. Again, another part of the reason why I wanted this to be a daily podcast. Oh, and The Noisy Alchemist, which is an enterprise helmed by John Dodd. So I will put links to all of the people I just mentioned who are, once again, Gravy, Soft Cases, Doombug, Albion, Shay Khan, All My Colours, Sunken, Jackson Wells, Snipes, Al Pacino, Peter and Kerry, Dez and For Fox Sake, and The Noisy Alchemist. I do very much want to fill my calendar with just as many podcast appointments as I can. I do want to get back to it being a daily thing, and that'll just be a case of me having to figure out how my day looks. But I did just want to say a bit of a hello because it's been a while. Oh, also, my last open mic that I hosted was a bit of a strange 24 hours. There was a little bit of trouble that broke out at the open mic, and then my train home was delayed by 40 minutes. I was sat on that train, stuck at a station for 40 minutes. And then when I got off the train, walking home, some random guy just started walking with me and talking. We, it was about 1 a.m. We were the only people on the street, and he just started walking and talking alongside me. The type of scenario that now I can look back and laugh and think, what on earth was that about? But in the moment, it could have gone very differently. Thank goodness it didn't. All of which has... I mean, I already talked about in a previous episode how I'm looking to bring hosting open mics to an end. So I can focus more on putting on shows, playing shows, rehearsals, interviews, etc. Especially since my day hours have very much changed. But I mentioned that my Friday was a bit strange on Instagram. And a whole bunch of people, you know, gave me some very kind messages. So thank you all very much for reaching out over Instagram. Thank you in particular to Sword, S-O-R-D, another artist who I might get on the podcast. Who I met at the BBC Introducing event, I think maybe two years ago which is funny because the BBC introducing event is happening this weekend so that's an interesting anniversary but upon posting on Instagram about how weird that night was he replied quite simply with the saddest night out which touche sword well put I very much walked into that one but thank you all for the kind messages that you left me and sorry to those who have been trying to you know, keep in touch with me and I haven't been the best at replying. That's something I very much need to work on. I have been, it's been made clear to me that my communication skills can be a little bit lacking sometimes. So I'm going to put more focus on that. And I'll leave you with two bits of advice. That, oh, maybe advice, maybe just insights that I gained recently. One was from my brother when he was talking to someone else about ambitions and climbing the ladder and that type of thing. And he said, you'll only ever get so far if you're rubbing shoulders with the small fish. You have to set your sights on the, the, the movers and shakers, the people who really make things happen. You have to make yourself known to those who really matter if you want to climb that ladder. And that's something I very much took to heart with what I'm doing. It's a type of, it was a type of conversation where he was trying to give someone else advice and I was listening as well and thinking yeah you've got you're right you've got a point i could almost hear the, the rousing music playing in the background as he said it he's a really interesting guy my brother 
who knows, maybe I'll get him on the podcast too. So that's something I very much want to take to heart, that if you really want to make some remarkable progress in what you're doing, don't shy away from the luminaries in that field. Make yourself known to those who are above you, and that will increase your chances of rising. Don't, don't hide away. Don't stay down the lower rungs of the ladder. Be, be confident enough in yourself to make a, yourself a presence among the higher-ups. And another insight I had was from my dad, who's a long-time presence on the podcast. And sorry, by the way, Dad, that it's been so long since there's been a new episode. In fact, bless his heart, when you make, it, when you make a website, Google likes it if not only you have visitors, but if those visitors to your website stay on your website for a while. And I didn't even think about this, but on my website, you can listen to the podcast and you can also search for specific episodes by typing in the name of the person you want to hear. So if it's Lou, if it's Fur, if it's Kim Soul, if it's Haley Solace, if it's Rose White and Jack, you can search that name and you will find their episode. And you can listen to that episode on the website, which to Google will mean I've had X amount of visitors to the site and they stayed there for long periods of time. That's what makes Google say, huh, I guess your website is trustworthy. We'll move it up the search rankings. Because right now, if you search for saddestnightout.com, you will find it on, I think, page three of the results in Google, just above the lyrics to the song Beat Connection by LCD Sound System, which is, of course, where the name Saddest Night Out comes from, for those who have asked. So another, look, I've mentioned my dad. Another insight came from him because I was talking about the woes I was experiencing. And he and my mum were doing some tidying around the house and he just said, you know, very offhandly, that he does it in small chunks because if you leave it as one big task to try and clean everything, it becomes that much more daunting. But if you do it bit by bit, you're much more likely to achieve progress. And I realised that is advice, again, that I can apply to myself. I started it as a daily podcast specifically to do things bit by bit. It's not necessarily about the finished product. A lot of this podcast is about the making of, the behind the scenes, the road to the end product rather than the end product itself. But with things like the website, with putting the word out about the show, I had in mind that I wanted to do one big rollout. In fact, one of the tasks, the current task on my to-do list that's slowing down the wheels of production is that I want to create a massive spreadsheet of all of the people I've had on the podcast so far. Because I wanted to reach out to all of them and hopefully they would help me to be my broadcaster for what it is I do. If all of the people I've spoken to on this podcast were to each post that they've been on this podcast and the episode number and the page where you can find it on my website, that might really catapult attention that's brought to my website and what it is I'm doing. Which again, would catapult attention to all of the people I've spoken to. But that's one big task that could maybe be broken down into bite-sized chunks because at the moment it's been a bit too big to swallow. It is why finishing it has been delayed. That's the latest task that's like the website where I've been meaning to do it and meaning to do it and meaning to do it and constantly putting it off. So those are two insights that I'll very much keep in mind with what I do in the near future. One, to to not shy away from those who are luminaries in your field, those who are the movers and shakers, the higher-ups, 
let your presence be known to them if your ambition is to become one of them. And two, if you have, now that I am very aware that if there's a task on my to-do list that's unfamiliar, I will get back into my professional procrastinating ways and hold up everything else I want to do. Look for a way to break it down into bite-sized chunks. Don't weigh yourself down with some big ominous task to do that you'll just put off and put off. Break it down into smaller pieces and attack it bit by bit. Yeah, that feels like enough to bore you with this time. Thank you all very much to anyone who does listen. If you want to find me online, you can do so at saddestnightout.com. Feels good to say that. I've ordered 500 business cards that I will be handing out to anyone and everyone that I see. To, and I will hopefully be filling up my calendar with future interviews. So watch this space for those. Once again, those artists that I have seen in the recent future who I'll hopefully get on the podcast are Gravy, spelled G-R-A-V-E-Y, Soft Cases, Dunebug, spelled D-U-N-E-B-U-G, Albion, Shay Khan, All My Colors, Sunken, Jackson Wells, Snipes, Al Cacino, Peter and Kerry, Des Rocksteady, For Fox Sake, and The Noisy Alchemist. My name is Roy, and I've been the host of this podcast, and I've been addicted to the song Really Don't Like You by Tove Lo and Kylie Minogue. I just wanted to share that with you. Sorry to anyone I haven't been saying hello back to in recent days. Sorry to the folks whose shows I missed. And thank you all very much for listening. Hopefully I'll see some of you at tomorrow night's show. Tickets are available from the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash saddest night out. Four pounds online, six pounds at the door. It will be Gunpowder, Nobody Wins, Lee Luscious, and loads of Japanese bands tomorrow night at the Road Trip, Road Trip and the Workshop on Old Street. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care. I haven't finished the dishes, by the way. I'm just washing my hands so that I can dry my hands so that I can press pause on this whole recording. So this is a little bit after the big finish. Very unprofessional, but hey... It's been a while since I put an episode up. Go easy on me. And thank you once again.